I don't come with nothing fancy at all. But the word of God is good all by itself. God don't need no introductions of nobody. He is who he is. I'm just going to read this scripture, this one scripture, because there's other scriptures I'm not even going to ask you all to even, you know, read it. They just, something that is written down on the side. Amen? Amen. I'm just going to go ahead and want to thank God for, like I said, being in this place. I want to thank God because God knows what he's doing when we don't know what he's doing. When it looked like, Lord, what you doing? Be honest. Lord, what you doing? Sometimes we ask God that. Lord, what? he knows exactly what he's doing. The question is, what are you doing? He knows what he's doing. What am I doing? What are you doing? So at this time, we're going to go to the scripture. We're going to come from 1 King. I'm going to slow down a little bit here because I don't want to trip up myself. But I do want the word of God to get out. Is that all right? Yes. Amen. God is great and he's greatly to be praised. We're going to be coming from 1 King 17 uh, chapter. I did say, yeah, 17 chapter. I was going to start actually at verse 13. But we could do verse 12. Amen. Okay, there was 1 uh, Kings 17 and verse 12. And we can read that together. We're going to read down to, let's see here. Hmm. Let's read down to verse uh Verse 15, is that all right? Can we read it all together, if that's okay with you? And she said, as thy Lord God liveth, I have not a cake and a handful of meal in a burrow, and a little cruise of oil. But behold, I have gathered two sticks, that I may go to dress it for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, and bring it unto me, and after make thee and thy son. For thou, such that's the Lord God of Israel, the burl of meal shall not waste, nor shall the cruise of oil fail, until the day that the Lord send rain upon the earth. Amen. You all can be seated. There was two topics that I had today. I didn't know which one to go, but I heard so much confirmation in Elder Mike this morning, and I tried to stay glued to my seat because I knew I had already had that written down. This was written down months ago, months ago. And then when he jumped up there, he said something about his daughter receiving the, uh, the full ride to the scholarship thing. And I said, look at you, Lord. I, I hear what you're saying. And he was saying that how he believed God, but sometimes... When you believe God, it looks like it's not going to happen because sometimes it's a lot of, you know, uh, uh, as they say, a lot of smoke stream is in your way. But we're walking by what we don't see because if he saw what he was believing God for, then it wasn't faith. But he was believing God. So I want to thank God even for that. He was mentioning about the joy. And I had even wrote down about the joy. So he knows uh, this topic is, is the title is, uh, let's see here. There's no failure in God. And the subtopic is, don't let them steal your joy. Don't let them steal your joy. Or verse, don't let them take your joy. Amen. We're talking about this woman. Everybody have heard of this woman before? Everybody know about Elijah the Tishbite? And everybody know what happened to the woman, amen, that had the cruise of oil? And amen, uh, everybody knows what have happened in her background. And she felt that she was going to die because this is all she had, her and her son. And she wanted to, amen, make a cake. And she wanted to use the handful of meal that she had. And sometimes, you know, it's God is a wonderful God. He'll wait till you get down to your last, last bit. Your itty-titty bit. 
and then he'll step right in. This woman had got down to her last of the last. And you have the nerve to ask me to go and bake you a cake and me and my son ain't got nothing to eat? Man, you got to be crazy. But that's what we would say with people. You mean, you mean this is my last dollar and you, you think I'm going to give it to you? Come on. But the flip side was he said, thus say the Lord. That makes the whole difference. It wasn't so much that Elijah was saying, but God was using the mouth of the man to speak to the woman that, hey, I'm God. I'm going to make the way for you just be obedient. He said, you just go do what God told you to do. And because of this woman went and done what the man of God told her to do. Look at the results that God would give you when you, hallelujah, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. When you do what God is asking you to do, hallelujah. You know, it's one thing about God and I love about him. God don't run out of nothing, Sister Kimball. He just want to see your faithfulness. Me too. And this woman had this meal, and I could imagine her going to go get the two sticks and rubbing them together and kind of wash out a bowl and fix a little meal and kind of kill a little fire. And in her mind, she's talking about, hmm, he don't want to fix, fix him something first. And me and my son, we ain't got nothing to eat. And he going, who does he think he is? And, but you know what? God has a way of making a way for you. God will allow every door to be slammed in your face just to show you I can open the door for you. Let's flip the side of 2023 that we live in. Let's sit the side that where we live in now. Okay, yeah, God did that for her. He did this for these people. What about us today? What about us? There's other witnesses. Uh, Genesis 18, chapter 11 and 14, it talks about what God was talking to uh, his people. He said, is there anything too hard for the Lord? That sounds like Abraham and Sarah. See, when, it, when God is in it, you ain't got to worry about how is the way going to be made. Who are we? You, you know what? Even if he told you, you wouldn't understand it anyway. Because he said, my ways are not your ways and my thoughts are not your thoughts. We will blow our little bitty fleshly mind trying to figure out God. Boom! What was that pop? Oh, that was my mind. I was trying to figure out God. You can't figure God out. If you can figure out God, why, why, if we can figure God out, why are we in the trouble that we're in? We can't figure God out. He says, as far as the highs of heaven is the east from the west, so is my ways from your ways, said the Lord. And we have these people, Abraham and Sarah, y'all know what happened? God promised, but when God promised, let me tell you, when God promised you something, when God promised you something, there's a lot of y'all got promises that got dust all on them. You know why? Because some of us haven't believed God yet. Since the year of 2022, it's passing gone. He said, I told them I'm going to do something for them, and they still don't believe me. Some still don't believe I'm going to do that. And he comes through the word, through his people, to let you know, I'm going to do exactly what I said I'm going to do. But you know, he's so kind, he'll wait for you. Because whatever God said, he's going to do it. He used this man to go to this woman. Sometimes God will use somebody to come to you to reassure you of what he said. Now, why are you going to go do that? I didn't tell you to do that. I told you to wait on me. I'm going to open the door for you. But since you're going to make your own way, I'm going to go ahead and let you do it. Now, since you think you know the way, I'm going to go ahead and let you do it. See, there's no failure in God. I know what he can do, and you know what he can do. I don't care what the devil had said in 2023. It doesn't matter. God is still performing miracles. He's still working for his people. God is still God. He's still God. 
When you felt that anointing this morning when you got out of your bed, he's still on the throne. He's still sovereign God. He's still doing what he said he's going to do. God cannot be brought down. He can't be moved. He can't be chastised. He's God. And whenever he says he's going to do something for you, he's going to do it. I don't want to get caught in the realm of 2022 doubting God because all this stuff, you know what? It's too much distractions in the church. We're distracted with too much stuff in the church. No, I'm not the pastor. I'm not. But I'm going to tell you, we're distracted with a lot of mess. We're distracted with a whole lot of stuff. And most of our stuff is in the palm of our hand. It's right here in the palm of our hand. We're distracted. God is calling for his church. He's letting his people know. I'm the ones providing. I know what they're doing out there. I know these are the end times, but that doesn't mean that God ain't going to do what he said he's going to do. Lord, I ain't going to have enough time. You're going to have the exact time that you're going to need for that blessing that God promised you. You know what? I'm the type of person. I check mailboxes. I check people. I check uh, uh, um, um, the, the mail, uh, uh, text, and I check everything. Check behind. See where the blessing's coming. You don't know, but just check. Just check. There's nothing wrong with checking. The man of God went out to see uh, where the cloud had gathered sort of rain. He went out. You got to check on your blessing. God is telling that he's going to bless his people. But so many of us as people, we allow the enemy to steal our joy. Don't let him steal your joy because you're waiting on God. It's taking God a long time. From the time that God said it until the time that God did it, there's a big old gap and there's a big old playground for the enemy. But we got to be determined what he said. He's going to do it. We can't be distracted. We cannot allow, as the man said this morning, your joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And if you lose your joy, you lost everything. Don't you know you need joy in your, in your heart and in your mind to believe God? You do. It's your strength. It's what God gives you to wait on him. But a lot of people have decided, I, it's, it's just too hard. I, I'm not doing that, Lord. I, I know, Lord, that you can't fail me. I know that. But how many times have God ever failed us? Can you raise up both hands and count on your finger the times that God has failed you? I didn't think so. God has never failed none of us. There's blessings that God has for us naturally, but he has a lot of spiritual blessings for us. We got spiritual blessings that are clogged up as the saints of God. We got some clogged up, clogged up stuff. Clogged up. Have you ever had a sink clogged up and you had to go get that plunger? Because there's too much stuff down there. And God sent his word as a spiritual ex latch to loose you up. So you can receive what he has. What about those blessings that he told us back in 2002? He told us in 21 some blessings. He told us in 20. He told us in 19. There's some blessings that God has for us and we forgot all about it. Too many people are distracted today. Cell phones. Hello. That's one of the biggest one-eyed demons that lived. You can see you hold the world in the palm of your hand. Right there. Right there. It's more temptations in this joker than you would ever imagine. Oh, when you see stuff. Oh, I want to read that so bad. The Holy Ghost, don't you, don't you post that. You bet not read it. You bet not send out no text. Matter of fact, put the phone down. You're seeing stuff in South Korea. You're seeing stuff in the Philippines. I mean, it's all over the world. That's a trick of the enemy to distract the church. And the bad thing about it, it's working. It's working. 
He don't strike so many people on these phones. It ain't just the young folk. Old, middle-aged, gray-haired, white-haired. He's distracting people of God with them cell phones. But God said, don't let him steal your joy. Don't let him steal what I've given you. Wonder why you can't muster up a praise. Wonder why it seems so heavy. What you putting in you? I've been watching what I put in me. I watch, I ain't throwing off nobody at the shoe fit. You can wear it from here to the corner. I'm talking about me. But I've been watching what I watch. Because there's a lot of stuff on the phones, on TV, that would distract you. Don't you know that stuff would get in your spirit and you sleep and you're having nightmares? Mm. Mm. Oh, sound like a horse. Come on now, for real. But there's things that would distract you and that would cause you to dwindle down spiritually. You used to feel the power of God like pow, but now it's kind of like you, you, you can't feel him like you used to. Why? You got too much stuff down on the inside. It's too much stuff. Don't let him steal your joy away from you. Don't let the enemy take your joy. See, he's settled. He's settled. He's very settled. He ain't going to come to you just like he's very settled. He's what you call the smooth operator, the big heads, white big heads, y'all know that. The smooth operator, that's what he does. He's a smooth operator. He's a smooth, that's what the snakes do. If you ever seen a snake crawl, they're very smooth. And he know how to wiggle his way with that cell phone, with that computer, with that laptop that you love so much that ain't yours that you didn't give back to somebody. You know what ain't yours? Get that laptop back. I don't know who you're talking to, Lord. But don't let him steal your joy. God is the one that's making ways for you. We cannot allow this world to dictate who we are. I'll tell you. I, it, it, and it hurts the flesh. I told Brother Milo the other day, I said, you know what? My flesh keeps telling me I'm tired of suffering. And the word keeps coming. It talks about if you suffer in your flesh, you cease from sin. I said, but that's good. When your flesh is suffering, don't answer the call. When he's knocking on the door, hey, I'm down here suffering. Don't feed him because he's the one that's going to kill you. Don't feed him. I could actually hear my flesh saying that. He's tired of me saying no. He's tired of me saying no, no. He's I don't care. In order for us to make it, we're going to have to suffer in our flesh like he did. For we're a part of Christ's suffering. And if we don't suffer, we can't reign with him. Don't let the world steal your joy. Don't let your so-called best friend steal your joy. Don't let nobody talk you out of the church. I heard what you said, sister. You better stick and stay. Because God is still making way. God is doing some stuff for his people. Not going to do. Everything was already predestinated from the foundation of the world. Everything was already in line what he wanted to do for his people. And it looked like we're just sinking down as a church. It looked like there's no rest. It looked like, but the Bible said God has never left his people. He ain't an unfit father. When you sink it so quick and you think nobody's going to pick you up. I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peace. Then the master of the sea heard my despairing cry from the waters lifted me. Now, safe am I. It wasn't Buddha that lifted me, but it was love that lifted me. When nothing else could help, hey, it was love that lifted me. God wants us to believe him. He's going to do something for somebody up and through here this week. You watch. You've been waiting. You've been crying. You've been praying. 
You've been believing me? And you thought, you thought I didn't hear you. You thought that it was never going to happen. But he's going to bring this thing. He's going to bring it for course. Watch and see. God told me to tell you. And I was sitting down there. He said, tell him I ain't playing with them. You know, I'm not like that. I don't be, I'm not the kind of what God said. That ain't me. But God ain't playing with you. When he said he's going to do it, he's going to do it. There is no failure in God. There is no failure, saints. When my wife had the bell palsy at the campground, God told me that night, I told Deacon Chambers, y'all heard it before, but there is no failure. God said, I'm going to do a grand finale. I'm looking around, the saints was there, the spirit was high, and I mean, they was churching. Y'all was there, whoever was there, I was there. Churching. But he said, I'm going to do a grand finale. And I told Deacon Chambers, God said he's going to do it. I'm thinking he's going to do it tonight. I'm like, what are you talking about a grand finale? About. But he kept saying, he kept saying, I'm gonna do a grand finale, get him to do a grand finale. By and by. Woke up the next morning at the campground. Sister White was sitting on the side of the bed. She had a hakamayana. She had a stroke in her sleep. Oh! She had a stroke in her sleep. And I looked over there. I had one in the guy. I think Michael and some other sisters. They began to pray. One side of the face was dropped down. The whole body on the right, I think, was, was numb from the foot to the hand down. And she had a crane-style hand that she had to take into the side. But God said, I told you I'm going to do a grand finale. And I heard him say it again. And on my way, we had to get her all cleaned up and everything. So me and Scooter helped her down to the wash house. And we got her down there and I began to clean her up and everything. Set her down to use the restroom. And I turned my back, and the next thing I know, she jumped up off the commode. God said, I told you I'm going to do a grand finale. She walked out of that bathroom. We walked down to breakfast. She sat down at the breakfast table, and God said, I told you I'm going to do a grand finale. Don't tell me there's no failure in God. If I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. You quit worrying about it. Pick up your tears. Quit worrying about what I told you. about what I told you I'm going to do. Y'all don't believe that, do you? Numbers 23 and 19. God is not a man that he should lie. No, the son of man that he shall repent. Have he not said it? Shall he not do it? Behold, I received commandment to bless, and he has blessed and cannot reverse it. God wants the church to quit playing with him. This is a God that is for real. Don't let them take your joy. Don't let them sneak up on you and go. Don't let nobody take your praise. The joy of the Lord is my strength. God is coming by. I'm telling you. God is coming by to see about his people. Those demons thought that Jesus was out on Calvary. Oh, they thought they had it going on. But I heard somebody said on the third day. On the third day, he rose. And it looked like right now you are out for the count. You got knocked out. Boom. Ding. Then you land there. But you got a third day coming, honey. You're going to rise up. You ain't always going to be in that situation. You're going to rise up. You're going to stand up. You're going to talk up. And God is going to come forth in your life and show you what he's able to do. When man said no, Jesus can still say yes. Because the God I serve, the Bible says the earth is the Lord's 
in the world and him that dwell therein. For he hath founded upon the sea and established upon the floods. Who shall descend unto the hills of the Lord? He that hath clean hands and I lifted up his soul up to the vanity. He shall receive a blessing of the Lord from the God of his salvation. You keep serving God. Keep serving him. Keep serving him. It ain't going to be long, saints. God is going to shower his people. Satan done done his job long enough. God is going to step on this earth before the rapture. Sean, keep on saying it. And we're going to see our father flex. He's going to flex. And when he flex, every demon in hell, dark, light-skinned, whatever, they got to back up. Every red demon, blue, whatever kind of color they want to be. They're going to back up. The Bible says that the name of Jesus, Satan tremble. I heard that he's coming back to agape. I heard he's going to do some new stuff. I heard that he's blessing his saints. Satan is shaking in his boots right now. Watch Mark this day. God has said, I'm not a man that I should lie. He asked Abraham and Sir, is there anything too hard for the Lord? Oh, you don't think I can give you a baby because you well old and stricken in age? Who you think you are? I don't care if you're 99, you can be 2,000. If I said you're going to have a child, you better ask somebody. If I said I'm going to bless you with a husband, if he's going to bless you with a wife, well, Lord, see, we messed up because of time. We get caught up in the time we live. Well, Lord, you know it's 2023. <laughs> God didn't know that. God did wait, Lord, you know I've been praying, and it seemed like the more I pray, it seemed like I just, I just, I just can't get it. And you're going to have enough time to do whatever it is, to enjoy whatever God has promised you. God has promises for his people. See, there is no failure in God. I trusted him. I've seen him do some work. God has, he said, how many miracles that I got to do in this place for y'all to believe that I'm still God? Y'all act like y'all the children of Israel. I've done so many. Okay, Lord, okay. He's not going to fail us. He came. If God was a failure, he wouldn't be God. He can't fail. Me my wife went in for that operation, that heart trash thing she went in, and I was thinking about it while she was upstairs. I was on my way to the hospital from the garage, and I was concerned, and I felt that thing move in on me, but I said, I believe God. They cut that woman's chest open, the bone and everything, for those that did not know what it represents. They cut the bone. They, they cut that bone. Oh, Lord. And when I seen baby girl sitting up there with all those tools down in her neck and down in her throat. But you know what? I said, but I believe God. You can't put your surgery in the hand of man. You can't put your trust in the STGs that the people have. They put in you. I got a slogan. Doctors can't heal you, but they can peel you and bill you, and they might even kill you. Did you hear what I say? The doctors can't heal you, but they can peel you and bill you, and they might even kill you. I can't wait at the hospital where I work at. But so many people got desires toward man. Vain is to help a man. Don't let nobody steal your joy. There's people that I have dumped in my life since Christ for a long time. I still speak to them. There's people we have to dump in our life. Matter of fact, I dump me. Because I'm a, I am my own enemy. 
Because this fellow right here, as Elder Kim will say, he will get you in trouble. There's thoughts that come to your mind while you're trying to sleep at night. And he don't care if you're married or not married. There's thoughts that come to your mind that do sound good. Oh, my God. I spent time casting that devil down. I said, I know you a lie. Casting down those imaginations. Boy, if you had a woman like that, man. Well, what about the one you got? Girl, if you had a man like what about the one you got? Invest in them. If there was a person that had an old junky car, raggedy wheels, maybe a window busted out, maybe the muffler was loud, and he sees somebody with a smooth car, nice and shiny rims and everything, and he's looking, and he's looking at his, only thing he has to do is invest in what he's got. Go get you some good wheels. Go get you a paint job. Go get that window put in. Go get that muffler fixed. Go get those uh, uh, lights put back in. And now you rolling just as good as he is. It's what we invest in. Well, why she got to look all good? Well, you can look the same way. We just got to invest. Why they always up praising the Lord and seem like they never have a sad song? It's because what they invested in. Spend some time. Uh-oh, I heard him again. Spend time in prayer. Right, Sister Courtney? Spend time in prayer. Spend time in prayer, saints. You know that there's no prayer. There's certain people that come out that I see just about every morning in the prayer. God bless those that don't come, amen, because you can be praying at home or at your job. But I'm saying it's something about when you have a prayer meeting with God and you on your face. See, there's no failure. God will do what he said he was going to do. He's going to do it. Say, listen, I'm telling you, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. Okay, so where do we come in at? We got to believe it. What, 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 back up. We got to have some faith. We got that. Now, we got to have some works toward what he said he's going to do. Faith without works. Oh, I believe I'm going to get another job. I believe that. Yeah, I believe that. I believe I'm going to get another job. I believe that. I believe that. I'm going to sit right here. Yeah, I believe I'm going to give me a job. Yeah, I, I believe I'm going to give me a job. Yeah, I believe I'm going to give me a job. I'm going to give me a job, Brother Green. I'm going to give me a job. Yeah, faith without works is dead. Yeah, I know that. I know the scripture. That's a really good scripture. I believe I'm going to get a job. You ain't getting nothing because you ain't putting in no work. You ain't putting no work. There's people talking about how they believe God and ain't doing nothing. Well, I believe, I believe. You sound like the young man on the Wizard of Oz. I believe, 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 I believe. The scarecrow said he believed. Satan believe also, he trembles. But you don't want to be the one getting caught not believing God. I'm telling you, God is pulling out some stuff. He's getting stuff out of us and he's putting stuff in us at the same time. Now, okay, Lord, some of us have matured enough already. I heard you, Lord. Some of us have matured enough. That blessing is coming that should have came a long time ago. It's coming around now because you can handle it. You can handle it now. If I would have gave it to you a long time ago, you'd have been gone. But see, God allowed the blessings to catch up with your character or your character catch up with your blessing. See, God don't want us to have the blessing and not have the knowledge of what's going on with the blessing. God want to learn us to learn how to appreciate our blessings and to learn how to take care of our blessings. Elder Chambers is always talking about being good stewards of your blessing. Just because it's yours, that don't mean you got to tear it up. Don't let them take your joy away. Delete some of that stuff on your phone. Delete some of those people. Delete it. Get out of that room in that corner. Get out of that stuff. 
Hang it up. Don't even answer it. People call my phone. I say, what you want? I'm nice. And I just hear this sound. No, 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 no. People, people, people have a chance. They, what people will do, they'll try to check you out to see where you are. We live in a day and time that these spirits out here, they're trying to feel where you are. And if they feel that you are the weak party, they're going to move in on you. But if they feel you ain't about what they're talking about, they're back up. We got to be strong for the Lord. We got to encourage one another. I love everybody in here, everybody at Christ Church, everybody at Bethesda, everybody. I love these people. I ain't got nothing against nobody. I say, you know what, if I ever got an all against somebody, I'm going to tell you. I feel bad. I can't sleep. I can't think. It bothers me, and it should. Because if I say I got the Holy Ghost, and I got an alt with somebody, and I'm mad at somebody, I can't work for the Lord. For one thing, he don't even hear your prayer. He don't hear your prayer. I came to the altar, this church right here. I came to the altar one day, and I got down to pray, and I said something to the Lord. I heard him say, I don't want that. I got up off my knees, and I went back. See, God has a way of talking. We got to be right before God. We talking about going to God's heaven. We got to be right. I got to be right. I tell myself, no, no. It doesn't matter, no. Flesh is like a baby. He would whine, he would cry, he would pout, he would throw tantrums. I don't care. Put him on a fast. I guarantee he'll shut up. Put him on a fast. But don't let people take your joy away from you. Don't let nobody steal your joy. Don't let nobody take you on high plight and tell you, uh, well, I, I think that you are this. If God ain't called you to do it, don't listen to nobody else. I ain't calling nobody for nothing. I said, well, brother, I, I, think, I, I think you're going to be a good bishop. I think you, you don't do that to people. I, I, think, I think you're going to be a real nice evangelist someday. If God ain't told these ladies people alone. There's people that will put a calling on folk and God ain't told them nothing. And then when you get out there and you fall down, first what they're going to say, he told me that you called me. The Bible said that my sheep would know my voice. What, what, what happened? And the stranger, would they not follow? Well, why, why would you listen to me? I didn't tell you that. God is not going to fail you. I'm telling you, sisters and brothers, God is not going to fail you. Messed up marriage? But you say, Lord, God will fix it. I'm telling you. Married by 31 years, but you know what? I've seen God do stuff. God had to work on me. Mm -hmm. It ain't so much hurt. I said, it's me. I apologized this morning. I sure did. I did. And I'm big enough. I said, yes, I did. Just because you're the head of the house. And what? And what? What does that mean? No, for real. Because God wants us to have peace in our home. He wants us to have peace with our companions. Save or unsaved. He wants us to treat our companions right. Don't worry about Susie Q around the corner when you got her. Leave the rhinestone in the street because you got a diamond in the home. Invest in your house. Invest in what you got. You want him to look nice? Take him to the market. Put him on some nice suits. Say, honey, you look nice. Well, thank you. Baby, you look nice. Take her to the shopping mall. Take her to get her hair done and her nails and her feet and her teeth or whatever needs to be done. Take her to great smiles. Honey, you look good today. Girl, I love that smile. Before the end, praise the Lord. If you want something in your life to be nice you have to invest in it we have to invest in God if we say we're going to heaven we got to invest in God hey we got to invest in the Lord he can't fail us he won't fail us the Lord is the God he, he can't fail you there's nothing that God won't do for us 
I've been thinking about Zechariah. Sometimes God will hold stuff because we won't believe him. Zechariah did not believe what the angel told him from the Lord. He said, no, I, I, I know you don't believe. I'm a, that was the first mute in the Bible. Oop. What do you think men got mute from the TVs? Oop. From God. That was the first mute in the Bible. God, mute. And then, but you know what? Check this out. He didn't just mute him for that time. He was mute for nine months until that baby was born. And then God loosed the tongue and he spake. And this is my, this is my thing. And he was filled with the Holy Ghost. Who do you know got a mama and the baby leaping her womb and the woman was filled with the Holy Ghost? God ain't playing. He's real. And when God bless you with your stuff, just have, just, you know, you know, we don't have to be, you know, dignified. Just say thank you, Lord. And, you know, some people get blessings and you know when they got it, right? It's like, oh, he must got a check today. <laughs> no, but seriously, just act, you know. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you recognize people and you know when they don't have it, when they do get. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, just thank you, Lord. Just, you know, I'm waiting on God to do some stuff for me. But you know what? He's going to do it. But I got to do what I need to do. I got to see God. I got to stay on my face. He's not, he's, he's, he's more than just a natural God provider. He's a spiritual provider. He wants to give us our joy, our hope, everything the brother was quoting this morning, God wants to do for us. I can't go around hating her and not liking him. I told somebody at the, at the nursing home this morning, I said something to the fact we heard it before. If, if I don't like somebody a little, I don't know. I kind of like them a little. But if you don't like them a little, that means you hate them a lot. There's no gray areas with God. If you don't like them, as Bishop said before, that means you hate them. How you don't like somebody a, a, a little? I, I kind of like them a little. No, you don't. You lie. There's no gray area. Either you like them or you don't. Either you hate them or you love them. Well, girl, he is cute. I kind of like him a little. See, so you're lying. I mean, for real, though. You don't say, well, they kind of cute. What, what's kind of cute? Either you're ugly or you ain't. <laughs> Girl, he kind of fine. What, what, what in the world? Girl, mm, honey, he, he, he kind of fine. What, what, why did you put kind of in there? Is he fine or not? Well, he's kinda, why did we put kind of? Just say, is he fine or not? Is she fine or not? She kind of, so, so it's, a, it's gray area. It's no gray area. She busted if she ain't busted. He's busted if he's not busted. But that's what we do, God. God's going to bless me if he ain't going to bless me. You can't play any, mini mighty more with God. When God said he's going to do it, he can do it. You can take him at his word. Right. He, 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 he stand by himself. He ain't got a lie. What, what, what glory do God get out of lying to his people? God has told his people a lot of things he's going to do. And he's big and bad enough to back it up. God is not a man that he should lie. Take that with you this week. Don't worry about them callers and them people on your job and what they said and they don't kick you out of the meetings and you ain't in the conference call and all that. Don't worry about it. Because you know what? God is working in your favor. He is working in your favor. Yes, he is. There's no failure in God, saints. Take that with you. There is no failure in God. And when we believe that there's no failure in God, our spiritual posture will straighten out. When you know who your daddy is. It's one thing about a pit bull, and I talk to Brother Mike sometimes. One thing about a pit bull, they know who they are. Yes, they do. A rock wilder know who he is. He walk bad. A rock wilder. 
He ain't got to have three and four dogs with him. He know who he is. We got to know who we are. When we walk up to that devil, we ain't got to. No, we walk up in like this here. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. We ain't got to slump down. We got a great God. We got, I tell the devil in a minute. I, get, get him, Jesus. No, the Lord has given me power over you. I call, I said, you a liar, and you have a bright future, and you can't repent. I tell him, you will never be a son. You got to talk like that. If he talk his mess, you talk your stuff. I see people getting ready to fight, pushing each other, just talking stuff. Just talking stuff. Ain't nobody throwing no blows. They just talking stuff. That's what the enemy's doing. But saints, there's no failure in God. List all the stuff that he's done in your life thus far. Why would he fail you now? Look at all the stuff before you got into salvation he done for you. Look at all the gunshots you escaped, the fires, the car wrecks, all the sickness, all the diseases that you, all the hunger, no money, no job, out there, a ranch undone, polluted, and he got you, rolled his sleeves up, and pulled you out to bring you in. Why would he leave you now? Why would God put all that work in you and then leave you? That doesn't make any sense. Why would you clean up a person and shine them up and then just kick them to the curb? That, that doesn't sound like a God that I know. That's not what he does. God fix you up so you can go and help somebody else to get up. Ooh, did I say that? God fixes you up, Elder Green, so you can get up and go help somebody else to get up. That's why he's fixing us up. But to be honest, as Bishop said, we're spoiled people. I know I am. I told Sister Donna Johnson that she don't mind. I told her, I said, girl, God treats you like you're the only one in the world. <laughs> That's how he does every last one of us. Don't you know your father treats you just like you're the only one in the whole world? He come and visit you, sister, just like you're the only daughter he has in the whole world. He loves you like that. And he can brag about you. He brags so much about you that ain't say, this man that's not mindful of them. Why are you always with man? What, what, what's, what's so special about them? He loves us, saints. But you know what? He wants us to love each other. Please love each other, saints. Because I'm going to tell you, as Bishop would say, you can kiss heaven goodbye if you ain't loving. God is coming for meat lovers. He's coming to meet the lovers. He is. I hope something was said today that would encourage every soul. There's no failure in God. Don't let the enemy steal your joy. Sometimes we just got to hang up stuff. We don't just hang it up. Hang it up. It doesn't matter if somebody get mad on you because you ain't touching and posting them back. Hang it up because you know they ain't number trouble anyway. No, I'm telling them, telling the truth. There's some people that have nothing but trouble. And they always want to text and trying to get your spirit all messed up because they messed up. No, delete those people. Delete people from your phone. And one thing about Kayla, when she was coming up, she said, Dad, I love so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. But she said, I got to let them go. And y'all see what the Lord is doing in that girl's ministry, what she's doing in her, in her husband in their life. You got to let some people go. Start with this one right here. We got to let him go. He's the number one. Plumber Indy number one. But there's some people. People ask me, do, do you text Brother White? Do you do this? I said, no. I don't even. I'm, you know what? I'm talking about me. Because I know there's some stuff I want to see on the phone. Mm. I said, you ain't doing that one. Flesh one is strong. Oh, boy, that look good. Woo! Mrs. ain't around. Man, ain't nobody see you. But God is like this here. But you, I see you. I'm closing. 
I remember when I had backslid, and I went and I, I'm just being honest to help somebody, and I don't give myself glory in no kind of way. I took something out of the store that did not belong to me. Mm-hmm. And as I went to took what I took out of the store, I took it off the shelf and I slid it down in my jacket. And I promise you, to dear Jesus, I felt some big old eyes looking at me. I felt somebody looking. Now that I know it was God, I mean, those eyes, I could feel it. I could, have you ever just felt God looking at you? Yeah. And, and, oh, hallelujah. Thank you for the blood. And I felt those eyes looking at me like this here. And I put that thing down in my jacket, and I walked out of the store. Remember, I was a backslider, right? Look at God. I go out of the store with the goods, right? And as I jerry across the street, one of the brothers from Christ's temple pulled up in the van. He said, praise the Lord, brother. How you? Oh, my God. He said, how you doing? And I could not speak at all. I couldn't speak because of the condemnation. He had that glorious smile on his face. He said, praise the Lord, brother. Not knowing what I just did. In so many words, he said, when you coming back to God? Oh, God. And it was not much later that God restored my soul. But what I'm saying, God see everything that you do. You can pull down the shade, bust out five lights, cover up, go down in the cellar, lock the doors. God still see even through the dark. The darkness is light to him. But I actually felt God looking at me. And I'm so glad. That brother had no idea. God used that brother to pull up just at that time as I came out that door. He said, how you doing, brother? He didn't, he didn't bash me. Oh, my God. I felt just so, you know what I mean? I felt real dirty because of what I did, and I knew where I was. But God wants us to love souls. Love your brothers and sisters. You see backsliders? Don't talk about them. I had to tell myself. I said, you shut your mouth. One sister came to me one day years ago, and she said, uh, I haven't seen her in a while. She said something. She said, don't judge me. She just, it just came out of her mouth. I said, sister, I said, I wouldn't judge you. She said, I thought you would judge me like everybody. I said, girl, who am I? Who am I? That's the mess in my life that if y'all seen on that screen, you, said, you wouldn't heard Brother Elder White preach nothing. you like, hey, y'all, let's go. Uh, y'all just seen what I, y'all, y'all, oh, no. I'm sure there's some things about us. If people knew in the sanctuary about us. Oh, did you, did you see what, look at Brother So-and-So's. Wow. He did that. I'm talking about after the Holy Ghost. But when God cleans you up, he cleans you up. And I ain't telling nobody about the mess that I done because it ain't nobody's business. May God add a blessing to the hearing and the reading of his word. Amen. this time.